you need an online solution and I am that solution. Welcome to Boudoir Business Education, a show for current and aspiring boudoir photographers, where we talk about where to start and how to sustain your boudoir portrait business. Hosted by me, Bethany Quinn. Hello, and welcome to a members-only episode of Boudoir Business Education. I am your host, Bethany Quinn, and today I have Sarah Wilkie with me. She is my virtual assistant, and I thought maybe it would be, we needed an episode where we're talking about VAs, because it seems like there are a lot of them around, but like people don't really know like what kind of services you can provide, and that like how... Um, how amazing it's been having you as uh, someone. She does my phone consultations. She also edits this podcast. So, and I, I'm also looking forward to having her do all the all of my email processes too in the future. So, Sarah, welcome, welcome to the show. Hello, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> okay, so this is a VA's perspective of hmm. what it's like to maybe work with a photographer or you know, just get some insight too. So um, uh, how did you get into Wilkie On Demand and uh, what made you want to do this? Oh gosh, that is a great question. <laughs> Starting deep. Uh, so yeah, goodness, I started Wilkie On Demand because at my previous job, I, I liked it, but it wasn't necessarily what I was looking for. And I have all these skill sets and things that I've learned along the way. And I wanted to help small businesses with tasks that just seem like I don't have time for, or I wish someone else could do this because I knew so many friends are like, man, I wish I had someone to like post on my Instagram feed because like, I don't have time. I'm busy running my business. I'm busy doing other things. I want to hug my dog or I want to spend more time with my kids. Like, and I saw that need there and I was like, well, I've been in corporate America for how long now? Like eight, almost eight years. And I was like, I'm good at email. In fact, I'm a designer too. And I know about like 3D animation, video animation, audio editing. Like I have so many skills. I'm a jack of all trades. So I thought a way to give back to the community of small businesses was contributing my skills and also owning my own business while doing that because I wanted something of my own. I was like, I want to contribute these services and I don't like necessarily working for corporate America, <laughs> but it pays the bill. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I was like, well, okay, then let's go ahead and start this. And it was, it was a hard start because I still do the nine to five because I have student loans to pay. It's awful, but that's just the way it is. Uh, so I was like, I, I want to start this on the side. I want to develop something that at the end of the day, even if I did officially like completely quit corporate America, I was in my own business like that I could thrive off of and give just small business owners the opportunity to utilize my skills. And then hopefully in the future, maybe expand and hire other virtual assistants on to work under me as well to help help others because a lot of 
people have a stigma when it comes to virtual assistants. They're like, how do I know that they're actually going to help me and not just take my money? And that's kind of right. part of the issue with the virtual assistant realm is it's still kind of new. And it kind of like kicked off during COVID because a lot of people are like, well, you need an online solution and I am that solution. So that's where, especially during COVID, that's where I got the idea is like, listen, I, I could do all these things. I could do all these things for small businesses and empower like women to be like, hey, let me take on the tasks that I don't mind doing so you can focus on creating because that's what you're in it for. Like you didn't start a business because you know what I really enjoy? Excel sheets. I doubt that was the first thing on your mind when you started your business. <laughs> but guess what I did today? Excel <laughs> sheets. God. So I understand that. And that's what I'm here to do is to take off that so you can focus on the reason you started in the first place. And that was to create or bake or whatever your industry is in. Like, that's why I'm here to help you focus back on that so you could do less Excel sheets <laughs> and all the busy work. Well, I know that I have really extremely have benefited from your services. Like I said, she's done my, um, she does my phone consultations right now. And I always say like how important it is to get people on the phone and talk to them and book their session over the phone. And so this was something that was a really, in the beginning, it was really hard for me to like relinquish control. So what kind of, uh, but like, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no one does though. That's, yeah, that's but, part uh, of it. But like, what advice would you have to someone that's like, oh, I really want to do this, but they're maybe afraid to take that leap to get, like, give you a call or fill out your form on the, on your website, because I feel like that is such a huge piece for creative business owners, especially for, I know for photographers too, not just myself, um, that are having a hard time just like handing over the reins. I would say the biggest advice, and even I have to follow this because, you know, call, calling the kettle black situation, uh, invest in yourself first because at that point you'll get a lot more out of it. And what I mean by that is it is hard giving someone else the reins of what is essentially your baby. You're like, you're it's like getting a babysitter, you know, you're like, okay, I'm trying to trust you with this life form that I have that I've like created. Now, can I trust you to do this? It's the same thing with your business. And it's, it's a hard thing. So the first thing I say is one, give it up a little bit give up the control. I know it's hard, <laughs> but you have to, in order to expand, not only for your mental health, but for your business. Cause if you don't let someone else assist you, that's when you get stuck. Eventually you're going to hit a milestone where you realize I can't expand any further than this capacity that I am pushing. And that's it. Like I can't do it all. I'm just one person. So at the end of the day, you end up needing something or someone to assist you anyway. So kind of going back to like other tips that I would say have helped is think about, do you want to take a vacation and not have to worry about your inbox like or phone consultations or anything like that? Or would you like to spend more time with your family? Because when I say invest in yourself first, it's not only in your business, but your mental health. And when you're onboarding a virtual assistant, 
the one thing that I've told my clients is like, teach me how you do business. Teach me about your business so I can better understand. And that way I can work for you. Because when you give up the reins, you feel like you're giving up everything, like your strategy, like you don't know if they're going to adapt it or not. But how I approach my virtual assistant business is I want to learn how you do business. So that way I can make sure I'm catering to that. Because if you have a system that works for you, there's no point in changing it. So let me know what that system is. And then I adapt it in basically the everyday uh, skills that I do for you, whether it's email, maybe you use um, Kajabi for something, or maybe you use some other programs out there. I've seen people use Miro, Figma, Canva, like all the us on the <laughs> internet. Yeah. So it's more about communication is key. So if you're looking to outsource and you're nervous, just remember if you can outline it and explain it. But then again, I've even had it the opposite where it's like, I don't know if this makes sense to you or if what I'm explaining of my process makes sense. And then we just bullet point a process as we go and make it as we go. So that way, here's what you can expect of me to do during this time. And here's how it will go. That way you're not so nervous going into it. And I know that it'll be hard the first month because you'll always be like, well, do they need me for something? Wait, what if they have <laughs> questions? Wait, what What if like this thing blows up and then the whole world sinks into a hole? Like, I get it. There's so many if, ands, or buts. But at the end of the day, eventually you're going to have to let that go anyway <laughs> because that's the same thing with real life. There's so many if, ands, or buts, but you have to take the leap. And I think my third tip would be look for the right virtual assistant because not every virtual assistant will fit you. And it's like looking for a therapist. Not every therapist is going to fit mm -hmm. you. So you have to find the one that fits you and that aligns with not only your values, but also your business. Because that means when you're working with that person, you'll build a strong business relationship with them and you'll be able to trust them with more tasks as time goes on. Because if you find the wrong one, then you'll have a really bad experience and no one wants that. So I would say definitely test the waters, do your research and then move forward because that's all it's all about. I feel like I got really lucky because I like found my person right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Because uh, I know like, okay, this was, I think maybe it was late spring, early summer. And I was about to do, so I remember staying at my mom's house and I was like half working, but like doing like a visit and some other reason why I was in my hometown. And I was like, I'll just do these phone consultations while I'm there. It's not a big deal. But like leading up to those phone calls and I've been doing them. Oh my gosh. Like for weeks on end, you know, it's like, okay, Tuesday's my, my phone consultation day. So I'm just going to knock it out. But like, I have been doing them so much. It never, it's like, you're, it always feels scary to me, even though I had, it's not necessarily scary. It's just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Like I can carry on conversations. Great. And this is also a testament. Like if you don't like to do phone consultations and um, you have a script in front of you where you're talking to people and you can book people, then you're doing a great job. <laughs> so keep it up. Yep. <laughs> but um, not to scare people away from phone consults, but I know for me personally, I had such a resistance to them that 
that day in particular, because I know we were talking about like, hey, would you be interested in doing these phone calls for me? I got a huge migraine right before, it was probably like an hour or so before I was supposed to hop on the phone with this person. And I had like four of them lined up and I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to Sarah because my mom was like, you're getting like really worked up about these phone calls. (laughs) And I'm like, I know. And I just don't like doing them, but I, I understand the importance of them. So I rescheduled all of those calls after I talked to Sarah, because I was like, Sarah, can you take these calls? What days work for you? Can we hop on a zoom call? And like, I'll show you how I do everything. And then we, you know, she can reference a video. So that's something that you could do for future reference. If your VA isn't providing that for you anyway, if you don't use Sarah, but, um, that was something that I felt like it demystified it more for me just because you could see like we also have like an asana board that we communicate through too and so um just being able to it was like a lot easier than what I had anticipated to get you on board because that was like oh my gosh I'm gonna have to like show her she's gonna have to sit next to me at my computer and like we're gonna have to go through all this stuff and no it was really easy And now, a word from our sponsors. Attention all boudoir photographers. Are you ready for an exclusive backstage pass to the world of boudoir? Introducing my exclusive Patreon membership for boudoir photographers like you. Join my inner circle and gain access to a treasure trove of boudoir photography expertise, tips, and inspiration. Immerse yourself in a supportive community where creativity thrives and confidence is celebrated. There are three membership tiers inside of Inner Circle. The Onyx membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants exclusive extra podcast episodes. The Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants a little bit more with my done for you profitable pricing guide for boudoir photographers, camera basics course, behind the scenes of photo shoots, and live Q&A. The Rose Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants it all. I get it, me too. (laughs) It includes everything from the previous memberships that I mentioned prior, plus courses on Facebook marketing and five boudoir poses that generate 1K sales, plus live Q&A. Elevate your skills and in-depth with in-depth tutorials that will take your boudoir photography to new heights. Click the link in the show notes to become a part of our Patreon family today. Yeah, I just wanted to share my own. <laughs> and I was no, afraid to give no, that up to you. That's great. It's, it was difficult because a lot of the clients, especially when I first started doing virtual assistantry, I'm like, how do I, one talk to them about their business without physically being there. So I had to learn like, how can I walk through their processes with them? What's because I also have anomia. So that's like short-term memory loss. So numbers are just like, (laughs) so I was like, how do I do this? Uh, And the one thing is, and that's another tip for anyone looking to offboard tasks to other people is record what you do daily. And also think of the things that you don't want to do. And then as well as document. Because at the end of the day, the more reference you have, the easier the offboarding process will be. It's like, oh, 
here's how you do it. Here's how I do it. If you have a process that works or that could work better, let me know. And that's usually it. It's really that easy. <laughs> okay, Sarah, moving on to um, why is, oh yeah, we already talked about why it's important to hire a VA, but do you have anything to add to that or? Well, I talked about mental health and business and goodness. Honestly, I I still stick with my first answer is to grow your business, you need to expand outside yourself. And if you don't do that, then you'll stay stagnant unless you have found a miracle like AI solution that covers it all, which I don't know if they made that yet, but if they have. Which, by the way, AI, have you done the whole, like, Discord, oh, what is that thing called on Discord, where you, like, type in a couple of words, and then it creates, like, a um, oh gosh, an image, no. oh, my gosh, there's a video on it that I am, like, I kind of want to download Discord, but anyway, it made me think about that. When you said AI, I was, like, oh, gosh, I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's, like, augmented, like, like um, virtual assistants that or just software, I like to call them software-based virtual assistants that will do certain tasks, but you also have to program them a certain way. And because it's still quite a new technology, like there's errors in it, yeah. there's not that human essence there quite yet. So it's like, until that comes a fully advanced solution, we're, we're here. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not ready for Westworld yet. So <laughs> your reality. <Same. laughs> So um, what advice do you have for uh, maybe someone that's thinking about hiring a VA? Like as far as like you said, get to, to know them and like research, but what are some qualities that maybe they should be looking for? I would say the first quality is honesty. Like you, and that's hard to pinpoint right off the bat, but there are certain questions that you can ask to kind of gauge that like honesty factor. It's like, um, asking them what programs they use and see if they align with your business, what experience they've had. Uh, you can do a little little creeping, and I mean by creeping LinkedIn, uh, to be like, what are their qualifications? What are their past jobs? Because even though they have started as a virtual assistant and they say they can do all these things, sometimes it's good to also research their past history in other jobs to see what work they have done. Have they worked with bigger businesses, smaller businesses? What have they done within that business? Um, what qualifying skills do they have? Um, I think another one would be having a... If you can have a face-to-face -face interview, if not have a virtual, like, you know, a Zoom interview with them and just talk to them about either your business or something and see how you get along because business is not just about doing tasks. It's also a relationship that develops over time. So you want to make sure that that person, one, is it sketchy? <laughs> like if yeah. you just hired, like it could be an old man in disguise without you knowing, like you want to make sure to actually meet the person that you're going to be working with. Uh, even if they are outsourced and not in America, still having that Zoom meeting to actually meet them, talk to them, get their personality. You could ask them what their favorite color and who they think the strongest like animal could be on the planet mm -hmm. just to like gauge who they are as a person because that tells a lot about your working relationship and the cadences between you and how you will work, uh, not only as a business dynamic, but as a partnership. Because a lot of, on my website, I don't 
say it as packages, I say it as partnerships, like assistant, a second hand, um, freelancer, I think was one, but that's just for one-off projects. But I establish relationships in my plans instead of packages because that's more relatable. Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for an assistant that's like, I got your back. I'll call them for you. Don't worry. <laughs> or are you looking for that secondhand partner that's like, listen, I can do all this for you, but let's plan and strategize this because it is your business and we want to make sure we're doing the best here. So looking for that relationship, setting your relationship boundaries and also relationship goals like what do you want to find in this business relationship is really important. I could, and the only reason I know this is because I've done interviews with people for my own stuff where yes, they, they were qualified, but the relationship was very sour or we couldn't get along. And no matter how qualified a person is, if you don't get along, it's not gonna, you're not gonna communicate well. You're gonna feel like you're stepping on eggshells because communication is key. So organized relationship, trustworthiness, and then I'd probably also look at um, communication, how they communicate, how often do they communicate, are they very responsive, or do they just ghost you? You're like, hey, I need this form. Did they respond like within an hour or the same day, or did they leave you unread for two weeks? <laughs> like those are things to look for. And I feel like there's also a difference like when it comes to people's boundaries too because I'll think of something and I'll just we Sarah and I communicate with this app called Voxer it's like a, a little like you can text through it or you can send like little walkie-talkie messages which I yes. love because my brain thinks so fast I'm like I would just rather talk to her tell her about this right but then like if I'm like texting her or like voxing her at like nine o'clock at night, then when she's back on in those hours, but we've set, then she can go back through there and like respond to me then. So there's a difference between like them not responding to you right away yes. versus uh, they're having healthy business boundaries. So I just exactly. wanted to touch on that. hundred <laughs> percent. Cause don't get me wrong. I get so excited when I see your messages. I'm like, okay, what's happening? I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? But at the same time, I I'm bad at this. I'm a workaholic. I know this even at my nine to five, I confessed to them that I was working 11 hours and they're like, you're doing what? And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if it's the work or I'm a workaholic. I don't know. Uh, but setting those boundaries, especially for your virtual assistant, set out hours that you guys can communicate. Cause that'll make your lives a lot easier. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. Okay, so what inspires you the most? It could be about your job. It can be something outside of your job, just in general. Seeing people happy. <laughs> and I know that seems yes. so like, oh, cliche. <laughs> like I'm such a like cliche, romantic, ooey gooey person. Though like I'm so I'm hard shelled on the outside. So if you ever see me in public or anything like that, I'm like really shy. But then once you get to know me, I'm just all bubbly and like, how can I make this person happy? Um, so seeing people enjoy their life and be happy and then seeing them interact, whether it's family, friends and stuff like that really inspires me because I think about not only from a business sense, but from my personal sense, like if I had all the money in the world, what would I do with it? And I would be a housewife. 
that travels like that would be it I'd be like I love baking I love I love like all the home stuff without the children for some reason I'm just not a children person but I like all the house stuff that comes with it yeah (laughs) so I'm just like let me like decorate the house let me bake some cakes like I'm all about that so when I see people being happy and me contributing to that happiness even if it's not work maybe I tell a joke or give them a cookie or something it makes me really happy to spread joy and that's what inspires me is joy and happiness and basically that overall healing light that we all need because at the end of the day we're all looking for the same thing so it's like giving that to others is what really inspires me Oh, I love that. I also, speaking of like (laughs) you loving to be all do all these domestic duties, Sarah makes some killer matcha green tea cookies that are so good. I still need that recipe, by the way, but only just send it to me when you're done with Nope. Okay. (laughs) She's on her way out to a date right now, (laughs) but um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Oh, goodness. I would say, don't be afraid to hire a VA and don't be afraid to outsource, even if it's not a VA, even if it's um, a freelancer that you need for something, because it'll make your life a thousand percent easier. And then you'll be like, you'll kick yourself in the butt for not doing it sooner. You'll just be like, why did I hold on to this for so long and make myself stressed for so long (laughs) when someone else could have been doing this for me and making my life a lot easier? Um, and then always, always reach out to me. I'm a virtual assistant as well. Wilkie on demand. <laughs> yep. You can find me on wilkieondemand.com and always reach out to me because after the end of the day, I like to spread joy. And even if it's to your small business, then I will spread that joy. I'm a joy giver. Okay. I need some joy. Someone give me some joy. I'm, Ooh, I'm running low I, on joy. <laughs> I think you need to have your own podcast called Joy Giver and just oh talk about goodness. the things that you do to bring joy to people. I don't know. That's fair. That's a good idea. But I feel like, so I do another podcast for, um, goodness, what was their podcast called? Now I'm just blinking out. But anyway, they're, they're two beautiful people. And every oh. time I listen to their podcast, Sit Crooked Talk Straight? Yes, Sit Crooked Talk Straight. Every time I listen to their podcast, I get so happy inside because they literally like envelop my mission. So when they talk about it, because each episode covers something different in life, I've cried, (laughs) I've laughed, I've loved just even editing or listening to their podcast because it's just great. So if anything... Don't be afraid to reach out for help because honestly, if it takes a village to raise children, then it definitely takes a village to do a business. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a lot of work. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Okay. I think that's all the questions that I have for you. Uh, Thank you so much. How else can people get a hold of you? I know you said wilkieondemand.com and wilkieondemand.com. You can Follow my socials if you want, or reach out to me on LinkedIn. My socials are at sarahbrecken.com, or not .com, Sarah Brecken uh, on Instagram. And then I also have Wilkie On Demand Instagram, literally, it's pretty much plastered everywhere. Uh, And so you can find me on LinkedIn. I think it's just Sarah Wilkie on LinkedIn right now. Um, And 
I currently work for Designity. So if you find me and you're like, Designity? Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) That is me. And I enjoy working for them too, because I pretty much do uh, customer service work there. But yeah, that's where you can find me currently. It's basically just my website and my socials. So very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on and have an amazing time at your date on your date night. I will try. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, it's going to be great. Foodwar Business Education is supported by our listeners. If you'd like to be a supporter, please contribute on the button in the show notes and we'll give you a shout out during our broadcast. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie, podcast editor and multimedia artist, BB Quinn Photography, a black and white boudoir photography studio that helps the modern woman feel more confident in her own power. And of course, thank you for listening.